everyone. I want to welcome you guys back to Grace Church Off Stage. Uh, you know, the uh, past three weeks we've been with um, Pastor Larry, kind of going through the stories and, and just just kind of seeing all the crazy places he's he's kind of found himself in. Now, um, we want to give him one week off to kind of rest and kind of recoup after all that, and so we're going to wrap up with him in the part four next Monday. But today I want to talk to you about something pretty interesting. I want to talk to you about guides and teachers. And really, you know, to kind of go along with guides and teachers, I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what is that one thing that we're able to kind of pull away from this experience with, you know, just the quarantine and the virus and just the the altering of our world. It's been such a, um, a crazy last six to eight weeks. Um, you know, it's, it's felt like it's, it's, it's drug on, but at the same time, it's almost like um, it's been hard to keep track of time and all this. And so, you know, as we all kind of feel this intense need to return back to normal, we're all kind of trying to fight this, this uh, fear, you know, because uh, I think everyone has this need to survive and, you know, to get back to their normal, um, you know, uh, work and habits, routines. So in all this, the question is, you know, what is it from all this that we're able to learn? I mean, is there something from this experience that we can kind of put in our pocket? And, you know, I'm not trying to get into, you know, the whole ideas of, you know, is this a conspiracy theory and we need to learn not, not to trust the media or the other extreme, you know, is, is this one of those things where we've learned that, you know, society as a whole does not value data or science or information uh, or truth, really. And, and so I'm not really trying to get into either of those two kind of polar opposites, but there is something that I think kind of hits every individual, you know, who kind of finds himself in this spectrum. And, you know, I think for us it's this. It's we are learning very quickly in the last six to eight weeks um, what truly matters to us. We've always talked about for, you know, years. Well, if I just, you know, if I just had the time, if, if I didn't have to work, if I didn't have this or that, then I would do this thing, you know. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, something simple, I would exercise more, right? Um, I would read those books that um, I always wanted to read. I would, you know, uh, finally get into that hobby. I, I would fish more or, um, you know, I would pray more. I would be in the Bible more often. I would, you know, uh, finally write that book. Whatever that thing is for you, um, you know, it shows us kind of, you know, what are we actually willing to do for those things that we think are priorities to us? You know, I think what it's shown us in the last eight weeks is what things really matter to us, what really matters most to us in our lives. And I think as a pastor, we, you know, we're always talking about this. We, we have this, this kind of a um, habit as Christians uh, you know, of, you know, we come to church every once in a while, we serve, we kind of, we, we quote a few Bible verses, we pray a few prayers. But most of us really, if we're being honest, our faith isn't a major part of our lives, you know. And I think that, you know, uh, the amount of Christians who have actually thoroughly studied the scriptures, who can say that they've read the entire Bible, who can say that, that they have read in depth in the scriptures, that they've done intense study. The amount of Christians who can say that they, that they really have spent, you know, um, honest time doing the growth internally or in prayer, whatever that thing is, it's very little, right? And so I think for us, I think it's a great moment to kind of allow this to kind of give us a wake-up call, right? What really matters to us? Does my faith really matter to me? Is it, is it really important to me or is it not? Is it a side issue? 
You know, when it comes down to the way that I've responded to, you know, this quarantine, was my faith a primary thing? And even in that, what part of my faith was a primary thing? Was the scriptures I went back to, was it a certain type of kind of a doctrine, you know, say if I come from a faith background, is that the only part of my faith or, you know, of the the practicing of being a Christian is, is just trying to practice faith in a certain way. Is that the only thing that really surfaces? How, how did I pray? Uh, who did I pray for? What parts of the scriptures did I go to? Did I only reference a certain uh, aspect of the scriptures? How much was I talking about Jesus and all of this? Or how much was I talking about faith? How much was I talking about Paul and all this? And again, you know, if you really are serious about growing in your faith, you know, you have to begin to learn to ask hard questions of yourself first. So here we are. It's not like it's been perfect for us last eight weeks. We've had all sorts of distractions. Some of us have had kids at home. We've been trying to school them, uh, you know, been trying to get work done or schooling done. It hasn't been perfect. But again, we did have moments and spaces and all this where we could have done those things we said that we wanted to do. We could have gotten in shape more, you know. We could have spent more time reading, uh, less time on our phones. We, we could have spent um, more quality time with family. We could have reached out to friends. We, we could have been in the scriptures or prayer. So in the last eight weeks, what did you do? What have you learned about yourself in the last eight weeks? What priorities do you really have? You know, when you've been worried about things that you might lose, what's the first thing that you've been worrying about? Has it been people? Has it been money, finances? Has it been your job? Has it been a hobby? There's so much that we can learn about ourselves in this experience. And so back to guides and teachers, right? It's the thing that we kind of see in the scriptures and the thing that, that uh, it seems to be a truth um, in life. The things that we truly care the most about, the things that matter the most, the things that are our actual priorities are the things that we are willing to find or seek out a guide or a teacher for. You know, if I'm really serious, you know, about lifting, right, you can almost always measure how serious a person is about lifting or getting in shape by how far they're going to go to find information, to find technique, to find a coach maybe, right? To get a personal trainer. How serious are you if you're not finding people who are experts in that field to guide you along? Now, there are some variances here um, when it comes to personality. I know that. You know, there, there are certain types of us that we just really feel uh, unsafe to kind of go get a coach or a trainer. We, we, we insist on trying to figure it out ourselves. But even in that sense, you're still searching for guides, right? Uh, if you're trying to Google a video on how to do a proper lift or how to kind of build a bench or, you know, uh, how to paint your house, whatever. If you really take it seriously, if it's a priority to you, you will seek out a teacher or a guide. Now, this is something that, you know, I think is such a powerful thing for us. You know, if it's a hobby, if it's fishing, right? If you are hardcore into fishing, you will search out as much information as many people who can teach you, whether it's books, in person, online. You will find teachers and guides to, you know, to lead you along the way. Uh, in the last eight weeks, one of the things I've really been trying to, you know, to make a priority is learning about money. I'm not great with money. I've never had a great understanding of money. I've spent the majority of my life studying uh, things that have to do with human beings and uh, with the scriptures and with emotions and thoughts and, and, and habits and patterns. And so I really wanted to make a priority learning about money. So the last eight weeks, I have sought out as many people who personally have experience with money. I've sought out books and podcasts and uh, blogs, articles. 
You know, because again, it was a, it's a real priority for me. And so I've sought these people out to guide or teach me. So in the last eight weeks, what kind of guides or teachers uh, have you sought out? In your lifetime, you know, what are the areas that you really care about? And you can almost always find the areas that you really care the most about by the areas in your life where you are searching out the most guidance, where you're trying to find teachers. You're trying to find people to show you the way forward. And so I think when it comes to our faith, I find this to be such a powerful thing because, you know, here I am as a pastor, and the amount of people who say attend uh, church with me is much larger than the amount of people who actually find someone in our church and seek for them to be a teacher or a guide. It's amazing how many people say, uh, when it comes to the Bible, it's amazing how many people can tell me how much they love the Scriptures, how crucial the, the Scriptures are, how important they are to them, but yet how hesitant they are to truly find a guide or a teacher. If I begin to question them, okay, so how do you know these things with the Scripture? How do you know what this passage means? Most often it comes back to um, a, a thing they were taught when they were teenagers, to a sermon they heard from some pastor years and years ago, uh, maybe to a Sunday school class, you know, or some guy on YouTube, you know. They, they haven't even put in the amount of time or energy to make sure that they're hearing from the absolute most, you know, skilled or um, uh, quality guide or teacher in these things. You know, I'm not sure if it's just my personality, but, you know, say with painting, I have a painting company. There are a hundred different ways to paint anything, and there are a bunch of different Joes and Franks who think that they know exactly how to do it the right way. But I'm not just going to listen to anyone. I'm going to make sure that I find the person who has the most impressive quality work, who really has experience and time, who's researched, who's done the trial and the error. And I'm going to make sure that I learn from the absolute best when it comes to these things. I'm going to seek that out. Um, in my life, uh, I've, I've been through all different trails of the, the uh, Christian faith. And in each one of those trails, I had to seek out the top of that line. And I wanted to f- learn from them. You know, I, I used to spend years in prayer. That was my focus for probably six to eight years. And I would travel the country finding people who, again, had devoted their entire lives to that thing. You know, I found myself in some crazy places trying to learn from some people who are a little bit odd and out there. But I knew that these people had devoted their lives to this thing, to prayer. And I wanted to learn from those people. You know, I just didn't want to take anyone's word for it. I wanted to learn from people who were, had really excelled in that. You know, there's a season in my life where it's about miracles. I really want to learn about healing and miracles. So I found every book from the most, you know, profound people to the people who were unknown, unheard of. I, I traveled the country going to revivals and to, you know, tent meetings, all sorts of stuff to see what I could learn. When it came to scriptures, I went to seminaries all over the country. I tried to scan, find every book. I tried to read people who argue with each other because I didn't, I couldn't assume that this person was right. I had to find out who is it who's really the best guide or teacher for this. And so I really feel like this is a powerful thing for us to kind of learn about ourselves. How important is your faith to you? The things that you believe, that you practice, what are they resting on? Who are you trusting with these things? Just because, uh, you know, your first pastor was the first one to tell you what this Bible verse meant or how to pray. Are you sure that that's the right way? Are you, are you sure this person actually knows, you know, uh, knows what they're talking about? At Grace Church, one of the things that we always do is we always tell you that these are things that we have learned, but we are always welcome to questions. And we are always eager to send you to other guides and teachers, to other books, to, you know, to other ways, to, you know, to other people who can offer you the information, the guidance that they have to offer you. 
And I think there's such a powerful thing for us, right? You know, how much priority do you put on your prayer life? How many guides and teachers have you sought out in that? How much do you really care about the scriptures? How much have you really studied? Who have you really gone to, teachers and guides? You know, and, and again, how qualified were those people, right? And again, it, I understand that at some point it can get overwhelming. But half of the, the part of being a Christian is the journey. The entire scriptures have a story of a pursuit of God. Um, from Israel to the New Covenant, where they are continually trying to figure this God out, trying to figure out who he is, to find things, to search him out. This is one of the hearts of it. When we stop searching, we stop walking with God, stop, stop pursuing growth, stop looking for the next thing with God, often it's because we've actually given up on that thing. That thing has, has fallen down the ladder of our, our priorities. You know, how much do we really care about our inner life? If you don't know what's going on inside of you, if you don't understand how you work, your emotions, your thoughts, what triggers you, what makes you angry, what makes you vulnerable, what, what makes you guarded, I guarantee you, you haven't even started yet with your spiritual life. These are the, the important things. You can read all the scriptures and pray for hours, but if you don't know what's going on inside of yourself, you're already fooling yourself. And and all of these pursuits of God, if you want to go from all the stories of all the men in the scriptures, and of course the women in the scriptures as well, there's always a place where they have to come to a place of honesty with God. They have to face the ugly. And it's not just faced with God. They have to learn to live in a way, you know, to allow this limp to be seen by all, to allow the brokenness and this, this transparent honesty. And this transparent honesty is not kind of a, hey, it is what it is type of thing. This transparent honesty is, okay, this is where I've been, and now I'm going to move forward in a very vulnerable, honest way. So I encourage you, you know, we can bring something away from this spiritually. Last eight weeks has really shown us what priorities matter most. Last eight weeks, what have I really sought out? What teachers and guides have I sought out in the last eight weeks? Have I just been, you know, trying to search the internet for teachers and guides who kind of agree with the ideas that I have about the virus? Have I sought out teachers and guides about how to get more in shape, about how to be a better parent, about how to be a better friend or spouse? Have I sought out teachers and guides about how to, you know, uh, use my creative gift better, about, about how to pray, about how to grow spiritually, about how to understand the scriptures? What priorities really matter to me? Where have I grown complacent? So I encourage you today, if you're here with me, that you need to use the last eight weeks as a, as a really healthy kind of a measuring rod to show you what priorities matter most. And if you're not happy with that, change it. If you're not happy with where you put your time with the guides and teachers you sought out, you can change it today. Begin to, to place a priority on your spiritual growth. If spiritual growth matters to you, then you should be seeking out time and uh, attention with teachers and guides who know what they're doing and, and uh, who know what they're talking about. And at Grace Church, we will never assume that we have all the answers. But we do know in areas where we might not be the best teachers or guides, we know the people to send you to. Uh, the majority of my life has been spent on this one thing, trying to find the absolute best sources of, of information, of practice, of experience, of wisdom, of knowledge, of experiential knowledge of God in all the areas. And that, that's one thing I love about the journey of God that he's taken me on. Uh, the one thing about the Grace Church DNA is that we've been down most of the paths. You want to know about um, Eucharist or you know, baptism or, you know, uh, church history. If you want to know about, you know, spiritual gifts and healing, speaking in tongues. If you want to know about, uh, you know, the 
the inner life and about, you know, the understandings of how your personality and your wounds from your past affect your present, we've got answers. If you want to know about the scriptures and, you know, <laughs> about how to go into the Greek and to the Hebrew, we can, we can work with you there, whatever it is. If you are serious about your faith, then it will show when you begin to pursue teachers and guides to help you go further. And if you haven't been doing that, it's not that we are, you know, these terrible people. It's just a way for you to realize that your faith has not been a priority in the way that it might once have been. So I encourage you, we will always go into lulls. But the important thing is to notice when we have gone into a lull. When we're unwilling to learn an area, it's very important for us to ask why. Have we truly learned everything in this area? Or do we believe that the teachers and guides say at Grace Church aren't able to help us in this area? And if we believe that, should we really be here? Or is there something that they're trying to teach us that we haven't learned yet? And so I just encourage you to always be open to growth. I'm always trying to catch myself because I have a bad tendency of assuming because I've spent so much of my time and energy trying to learn in these different areas of our faith. I sometimes have an assumption that I don't have as much to learn as I might have had in the past. And that's something I always feel the Spirit of God trying to, to catch me on, you know, to, to keep me humble and open. I'm always trying to stay in a state where I can learn from anyone and everyone around me. And I find that when I'm in those spaces, when I'm teachable, when I'm open, when I'm asking questions, that's a powerful one, when I'm asking questions. I'm not just trying to argue, but I'm trying to learn. Those are the moments when I encounter God in deeper ways. So in the last eight weeks, what are, which priorities have actually shown uh, are the ones that matter to you most? Where have we sought out teachers and guides? You know, ways to, to uh, bake bread or, you know, uh, uh, to make a meal or to make a flower bed, whatever, right? And again, all these things are not bad things, uh, but I do encourage you. If we have not been searching out, uh, you know, teachers and guides in our faith, it's something that we need to change. So, hope that helps. Hope you guys have a good week. I'm excited to, uh, to see you guys again on June 7th at Grace Church. It's going to be a blast. And next Sunday, uh, I mean, next Monday, we're going to we're gonna have uh, part four of Pastor Larry. And really, there's all sorts of characters uh, in, his, in his stories which uh, have not even kind of surfaced yet. And if you didn't listen to last week's um, uh, The Muscle in the Matrix, uh, we kind of talk about this, this uh, defining experience that I had uh, when I was about 11 with uh, Pastor Larry. I really feel like that was a moment that really shaped what Grace Church um, has become. So if you didn't check it out, check it out. Have a great week. All right, friends, we'll see you guys next Monday.